0: Buying a home? Don't panic. Just listen to the rest of this podcast. Welcome to my podcast, everybody. My name is John LaForm. I'm a certified home inspector and the owner of Home Inspection Authority. My podcast allows me to share my day to day home inspection experiences and knowledge to help home buyers, homeowners, realtors, and other home inspectors set realistic expectations with each other during the home buying process. One thing I see uh, as an inspector on roofs is, uh, you know, how they're mounted. You know, is there a lot of recall, uh, callbacks on roof leaks when you uh, installs? So for um, the mounts. Yeah.
1: So this last year. um, The rain we got. Yeah. What are are we we on? We're in June of 2023, right? Yep. Um, In Southern California. So this last rainstorm starting in... um, January, really, right? New Year's. Um, January, February. Huge rainstorms. had time. We hadn't had a rainstorm since, um, I say, December, winter of 2018, 2019. And I remember this because the exact same thing happened to me back then. I was blown up with phone calls from homeowners right. saying, can you come out? My solar system is leaking into my house. I we'll have a huge leak. We think we think it's a solar system. It's on that side of the roof. One way or another, they think it's a solar system, and nine times out of ten, they're right. Mm. And so, what happens is these installers, um, good or bad, uh, mostly bad, mostly cheap labor subcontracted out, sub of a sub of a sub. Right? You have these
0: national companies. Yeah, it's like getting cable installed in your house. You don't know what guy's going to show. You don't know. In. You don't know if it's going to be yeah.
1: Directv actually or a local guy in a minivan with a direct tv with a rap sheet with the ma- with the magnet <laughs> you know if yeah exactly <laughs> so you get yeah. that right even like uh sunrun is a huge company uh, a lot of people will see them at costco and uh, home depot and uh, they don't install their own solar they have building partners
0: mm. mm-hmm. okay
1: you know what that means i do so so those guys those building partners you are talking
0: to peter but paul's putting it in
1: and then and then they pay their employee dog shit. And so he doesn't care. He has no vested interest in your home. He's never going to see you ever again. He's got a big bucket of
0: roof patch with him.
1: If that. Goes so like what that. they so what they do is they, they don't know how to install the solar because solar is an uh, we have a, a labor shortage right now. Uh, it's very hard to find
0: good people. And That's uh, been going on for years by the way. Yeah.
1: And that's true. And um ever since I was 20. <laughs> <laughs> And so because of that, they start hiring these lower-quality guys that don't care. They don't have no pride in their work. They aren't getting paid enough, whatever the reason. But because we're in California, you're not going to find that leak until we have a huge storm like Mm. we did this year. So you may have gotten your solar system installed in 2020, and you had no problems up until January of 2023. And so I got a lot of calls. And the last time I got that call was a a big rainstorm in uh, winter of 2018, 2019. Same thing. So it's in waves. And this year, yeah. uh, I saw the news. We're officially in El Nino uh, weather patterns. So we're going to have a hot summer. A lot of homeowners are going to have solar put in.
0: And they're seat? all going to leak when it starts and then, raining. And
1: then it's going to leak like... <laughs> yeah, it's going to leak. And so, You're losing
0: me again on the solar right now. You're losing Well,
1: me. with anything, it's, it's all in the workmanship, right? It's all in the workmanship. Yep. So as far as... Uh, a home inspector, and if you're buying the house, there's if you don't know what you're looking at, there's real, there's really no way to to know if it's done right, right. because there's so we're many. Look
0: at, we're looking for staining in the attic, you on look, the sheathing. That's what we're looking yes. for. Yes, so that's a telltale yeah. sign, right? right? So if you go, in, that's an attic, with, with and, or without solar. We're looking for stains. So and if it happens to be so for underneath my,
1: there, that's right. so. so right. For all my home inspectors, treat it like a normal flashing and vent system sure you have plumbing vents and you know you need them flashed if you if the water doesn't lo- just visually looking at a flashing over a vent or anything a chimney if you think the water's gonna get in the roof it's probably gonna get in the roof is sure. it a gaping hole or whatever same thing with solar yeah. if you don't see the way the the water can run off of that right. penetration right it's most likely not sure and so, um, a lot of times, you know, they have those aluminum or stainless steel flashings on the roof. Yep. And so, you generally only see those cor- those bottom left and right corners of that flashing because the top right corners are tucked underneath.
0: Well, if you go with me to work, you'll see the opposite of that. Okay, but anyway, so it I know should what be you mean. tucked underneath, right?
1: Yeah. And if you don't see it tucked underneath, and you see the flashing on top of the roof structure. And that, that little corner of that flashing sticking out, it's gonna leak. Sure. How wind
0: will blow water right into it. Uh, wind Absolutely. driven rain. Yes. For sure. Absolutely. Uh talking about wind driven rain. One time I went to Cancun yeah. and it was rain season. Yeah. And I didn't know. Oh, uh, would you was, in November? I wasn't paying attention. I can't remember it years ago, but I do remember this. It was sunny when I got there. hmm Two hours later, I'm in the room, walk out of my balcony, and the rain was coming in sideways. <laughs> I had a fr- hit me in the face. I'm like, what the fuck? I here? had a I had a friend that had a wedding,
1: um, in uh, Cancun. Yeah, Cancun, and it was hurricane season or something like that. They had to postpone it because the resort was just destroyed by <laughs> yeah. the wind. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, it man. happens. It's That's a nice expensive. place. Yeah, it's expensive. Yeah. yeah, oh, it's
0: a great place to be if the weather's good. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I just I just came back from uh, Punta Cana, in Dominican Republic. You ever been? No. Really nice to go. Mm. Yeah. Nice place. Okay. Humid, but nice.
0: Humid? Humid, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the East Coast. Yeah, yeah. Gross. So here's uh okay. So we talked about that. Let me ask you about storage banks. Battery solar systems. Battery systems. Energizer bunnies. Energizer bunnies. <sighs> now this to me brings me back into the solar positive. Okay, Because to me, that makes sense. Okay. Okay, see, let me, let me tell you a little bit about me real, real quick. Yeah. Okay. I am the kind of person who doesn't depend on anybody for anything. I don't mm-hmm. depend on my city to make sure my lights are on. Okay. I know that that's part of it, but I'm not going to get pissed off if the power goes out. I know there's probably an issue somewhere, and I'm not going to lose my mind screaming at someone sure. who can't fix it. I have... My own generators in the garage. Okay, okay. I have ways to be sustainable yeah, in my yeah. own house. So the
1: convenience is off, but I'm responsible for my own. Yeah, yeah, I got a
0: family to look after. I got. I got to make sure. What kind the shit of generator do you running? I just have a. I just have a Ryobi 1800 running watt gas generator, and I also have a Goal Zero, a Yeti 3000.
1: How do you How do you plug it into your main panel? Do you have like a? No, no, switch? no, no.
0: This is just not. It's not plugged. Oh, in so
1: it. you just. Run extension cords, Put gas
0: in it. it. I got okay. the extension cords. If I need it, it's there. So right. I th- I think any homeowner should kind of think that way and have these things ready in
1: right. the you, event
0: there's a problem. If you need your Wi-Fi, have a generator on. <laughs> you know how? If my wife loses Wi-Fi, it's over. Yeah. I think that's with most you now. She's yeah. like running around with a knife right. if there's no Wi-Fi. Yeah. I mean,
1: internet, 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 internet. Well, nowadays, so. everyone works from home. I mean, a lot of people work from home.
0: Yes. Right? That's another reason why. People should have their own way of keeping some energy.
1: You have a a Goal Zero. You have the Ryobi generator. Yes,
0: I have an electric power bank that's always charged, Yep, and I have the gas version. I have two ways of keeping lights on and maybe keeping my refrigerator going during a a blackout or something. So so
1: you're talking about standby backup, right, in the event of a power outage, which is totally possible, Mm -hmm. um, especially for those homeowners that live in the Southern California, Edison. You live— in um in a municipal jurisdiction, yeah, right? Burbank Bur- water and power. Burbank Water and Power. Yeah. Los Angeles Water and Power. Those two, Glendale Water Power rarely go out. It happens, but it's rare. Sure. Relative or compared to Southern California Edison, which takes a huge swath of LA County, mm-hmm. Southern California. You have Southern California Edison. For those homeowners in San Diego, you have San Diego Gas and Electric. And then for those other homeowners in um in the North area, you have Pacific Gas and Electric. Those are the huge companies that take a majority of the co- of the state right, right, right. Uh we all remember paradise um fire, right? That whole town got yep. burned up. Right. We've had all these fires in California. It's gonna keep happening, sure. and um as these communities got destroyed, they sued the utility company. Because it was a utility company's fault for not properly maintaining their power lines, right? Too so close to dry
0: brush and stuff like that.
1: Dude, yeah, these hooks—these hooks that hold the power lines—are just worn down. If they're supposed to be two inches, they're a quarter inch now. Oh shit! And so when the wind slaps these wires around, it just breaks the hook, and then it sparks on the ground, and they just burning They don't up. have
0: a—they don't have a safety wire connecting those things nothing, together. Nothing. man. Oh man, it's, it's
1: just—it's just, it's just straight,
0: just. I thought they always had to have like a, a separate Mm-mm. clamp here, clamp here with a with a cable.
1: Yeah, well, they come down, right? Wow. So now they're now they're investing um, heavy in drones and and maintenance because those communities have sued the utility company. Sure, rightly so, right? If if it was you or me, we'd be pissed, right? We have got to sue somebody. Got to sue somebody. Someone's got to pay for it. <laughs> and in Paradise Valley, <laughs> yeah. the fire insurance company insured like eighty to ninety percent of those homes there. So what happens when the when the insurance company gets a bunch of claims at the same time? They go out of business. Yeah. So then they had to deal with that. Yeah. My insurance company is not going to pay out my claim. What the hell? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sue the utility company for the money. You to make yourself whole again. Right. Yep. So because of that, um, they started doing power uh, safety power shutdown, preventative, uh. Uh, disasters, I guess, right? So they're,
0: they are yeah. they just shut they're down trying the, to be preemptive.
1: Yeah, they try sh- to avoid a problem. They shut yeah. down the power. So where my house is, I live in Canyon Country, or right? I just got the house up there. Mm-hmm. That's Southern California Edison. So right. people in in Canyon Country, Santa Clarita, Agua Dulce, acting up to Palmdale, that you're in a high fire risk area. Mm-hmm. So they will shut down the power. And so what that means is. Any community in that area will have the power shut down, and any community that would receive it down the hill from that power line is also going to lose power. So if you're in DWP, LA DWP, you're okay. Right. But there's other communities that you're in SCE, um, your power is going to be shut down because there's the Santa Ana winds and we don't want to fire. So this summer is going to be kind of interesting. Right. So then you have standby power. So you like John where you have –
0: to generators, I got two ways of you know keeping things running here. Or you have got to get those reports done, dude. And if you, yeah, <laughs> and if, or you have
1: solar, yeah. and you have a battery, yeah, storage. So, but then you ask yourself, well, what does it cost? An average solar system battery on top of the solar system that may have already cost you twenty to forty thousand, depending on your house. Mm-hmm. The battery system to take over your essential loads, which means your refrigerator. All of the lights in your house, your Wi-Fi, your TV, everything that's not your pool motor and your AC motor, so you have no air conditioning, that's essential loads, right? You can live without a pool and you can live without AC. Oh,
0: so it won't run your AC. It won't it's run Because it's not essential. It's not essential. So why isn't Wi-Fi Just, at the top of that essential? List? It is,
1: it is. Right, because that's all your outlets. So Wi-Fi Nothing. is essential. <laughs> <laughs> And only because the Wi-Fi router doesn't take that much power, it's like a plug it in a telephone, right? no big deal. So um, that'll cost you twenty five grand. Wow. Now there are rebates and and um, incentive. Your house would be an ideal place for that. I have a battery at the house. Yeah, that isn't working. That is that, and I'll tell you why it doesn't work. So um, we have, so we have that option, and if you want to, then do non essential loads. Like, you want to be able to use a blow... Like, your wife wants a blow dryer during a power outage. That's a heavy motor, believe it or not. You want to run the toaster at the same time. Right. Right? All that stuff. the microwave. The microwave. It sucks up so much power. And then it's not the amount of electricity. It's it's, um, the peak demand. It's that surge that the technology has to pump out. The grid is so good at handling that, that surge, because it's just constant feed. Mm -hmm. But when you have battery technology the little the little mechanism has to work a lot harder to keep that surge going, right? So instead of a $25,000 uh, system, you need a $45,000 system to maintain your lifestyle of never being inconvenienced about it. Right.
0: So how long, how long would it last? How long will, let's say I got uh, 10 panels on my house and I have a storage bank. Just to give you an example of mm-hmm. what to what to mm-hmm. go off of. Mm-hmm. So, how long in a show to, in a power outage would that supply energy to my house? One day, two days. If you three do day? if you
1: do it correctly, if you design it correctly, if you work with a contractor that knows how to design it, you can you can essentially be off of your solar system battery bank forever, my, on an essentials load, right? I see. I mean, you can even do it on an AC, but you got to be like, well, assuming it's sunny out. Assuming it's well, even even if it's not overcast, still gets through. Yeah. So you have okay. when we design, you have to design for a, a overcast of a week. So that means uh-huh. you have to have enough batteries to last that long, and then when the sun finally comes out, the solar immediately starts charging those batteries. And the other part, and the other part of your design is knowing what the house needs, and then knowing what the house needs. Right. And so, um, people say, "Well, here's my bill, right?" 30, 30 this, this, bucks. This little graph doesn't tell me at what time of day John turns on his coffee machine. And 7 a.m. How, and how long <laughs> they're going to run the treadmill for or how long. It doesn't tell you any of that. Right. So you have to put in a – To if you're really going to go off-grid like that, you have to have a professional come in, put in meters on your grid, on your um, main panel, and monitor it for like six months, maybe three months. And know your your habits and
0: your in your right. lifestyle. It's really extreme. This interests me. You know, maybe I should get into this for for a career because you know I really I really uh, my my attention to detail for stuff like this yeah. is really good.
1: I had I had a um a homeowner in Malibu. This interests me in yeah. Malibu and in Malibu to Pan Canyon they shut down the power frequently. They have the fires. Um, maybe the fire. you could teach me
0: how, how to, to be an it. inspector for solar.
1: Uh, yeah, an auditor. Yeah, maybe right. Yeah. And so he um he wanted to do that. This guy had all the money in the world. And um So you know, now he's just bored? Now he's just bored. He's retired. Damn, no. shame <laughs> on him. And it felt so, so bad for him. And so he had a company come I, and I told him, Listen, I don't I don't have the time or the patience to do all of that stuff for you. Cause he was really, really he wanted everything on a battery. I'm like, You don't need it. And he's like, Yeah, but I, I can pay for but it. But I want it. Yeah. <laughs> why cuz i can cuz i can right <laughs> and so that goes back to your question who gets these battery systems people people that are really rich and they they just want the best things and they want to show it off to their and friends and they want to show it off cuz you or, can see it on your garage wall or yeah, that's right or and you can see the the 200 this guy was paying a quarter million dollars for the system or you have the homeowners in um in Acton Santa Clarita uh, like my house is on a well, uh, well pump, right? Yeah, we groundwater. Is it? Is it? It's groundwater. Okay. So the battery system outside of my scope, by the way. Yeah, and so the the the, the battery system had the well pump sub panel on the battery system, but what I was there to do when you were there for that inspection was to see if they if they designed it correctly because the surge peak of that motor of the well pump. Is that it, I think it was I don't know it might have been like five kilowatts or whatever it was, and the battery can't surge to match it, so the battery will actually break when that motor runs off grid uh, yeah, so if you design it right and I've had a lot of customers up there um the battery backup will run your well pump and your essential, that would be an essential load, sure. Right, because I mean, okay, you don't have your AC, but you want to take a shower. You want to run your dishes. You want to clean stuff. You need water, right? Um, Yeah. So not all not all battery banks are made the same. If you're going to put in a battery system, uh, do your homework. Consult with people with uh, multiple contractors. Call the manufacturer of that battery and confirm will they run? Will this run my 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 pool pump well pump ac pump my installer's telling me this i've seen a lot of homeowners be sold battery systems that's oh yeah my whole house is supposed to be backed up my entire house it's a you know 2000 square foot house nothing crazy but they only really backed up four breakers of the house
0: <laughs> that sucks which is a refrigerator and just bs so once again we're going back to uh, did we hire the right guy? Did we hire the right person? So let me ask you this. So whoever is selling you the battery, the wall the wall backup system, was that my wording it correctly? Yeah, what's, what's, uh, battery backup system. Battery backup system. So uh, whoever's, if I'm the homeowner and I'm thinking about putting this in my garage as part of my solar system, the person selling me the backup system itself needs to be qualified to actually design, design it, it properly. Design it. So, so yes. designing it is the key word here. Yes, you have to design you have to it right. Be designed properly. You
1: don't have to be an electrical engineer, but almost close to it. Right. When you're doing that, um, right? They need to know at, le- at the very minimum they need to show you a certificate from the manufacturer that they're qualified to design it and sell ah, it. Ah,
0: listen to that, people. That's good advice right yeah, there. A certificate. So ask for the certificate, and if he has a drone license. <laughs> so so a lot, of these, a lot of these sales guys are just
1: sales guys. Right. They haven't taken the course. They don't know what they're looking at. So when they're pitching you, they may have knocked on your door. Mm-hmm. You accepted them in, and then a, a quote-unquote closer comes in to have you sign the agreement at your kitchen table. But he's not the technician. He's not the installer. He's not the engineer. He's a salesperson. Very rarely will a firm, especially with these bigger companies that people feel so confident about. These bigger companies don't have – I mean, I'm not going to go work for a big company, right? I have my own company. I know what I'm doing. good for you, man. Proud of you. So why would I go do that? So the people that know what they're doing have their own firms. The people that are working for bigger corporations that are sales guys at your kitchen table or from Costco – they are generally not going to invest in taking the courses, getting the certificates. Right. They just
0: sell whatever they're told to sell. So it's a really good idea to, whoever you're talking to, make sure you know exactly what their capacity is. Right. You know, which hat are they wearing when they show up at your house? Right. Oh, by the way, sir, do you install this? And I'll give you a little backstory. I went to have my van wrapped uh, mm-hmm. two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I saw this guy's work on someone else's van. That's why I chose him. It, mm-hmm. it looked really good. Mm-hmm. So I go there and I said, You do this right here. You install it here. And he goes, Yes. I'm like, Okay, great. So I just wanted, to, I was just making sure everything right. was up and up, you know? Right. And I did notice he was, seemed a little anxious to get my credit card. So, mm. but it wasn't that much money. So I wasn't tripping out over that.
1: Right. He wants to make a sale. He needs to make a living. I get okay. it. I yeah. get
0: it. He's trying to run his business. I get it. So I agree to do it. We agree to do it. I design it. And then it comes time to actually have it put in. So I drop off the van right at the same place where I paid for it, place I met the guy. I read it right at his storefront. I know I know that that building went back and he had a back entrance. So I'm thinking, okay, he probably does it right here. I had no reason to believe he didn't. Otherwise, yeah. So I drop off my van. Uh, no day before I was supposed to drop off my van the first time he cancels. He said his his installer was sick from COVID because this is when COVID was going on. Gotcha. So I'm like, okay, I can sympathize with that. I know it's real. It's so I know what's going on. So yeah. I'm like, okay. So we postponed for a week later. I drop off my van again. I'm supposed to have it back uh, the end of the day. It wasn't that big of a job. It's a small little, small, small, van, small yeah. min- minivan, right? Yeah. So uh, then, he, then he calls me and says, oh, it's not ready yet. I'm like, okay, you need another day. It was the weekend. I said, I said, sure. guys, I'm not in a rush. Yeah. Take your time. Yeah. I, just, I want it to look good. So I said, if you need two or three days, take it. I don't care. Okay, cool. Three days go by, it's still not done. I said, where the fuck's the van? I said, Mm. where's my van? I'm coming there right now. And he got freaked out. I drove right to the business. My van was nowhere to be found. He goes, oh, it's at my house. My van's at your house? Why isn't my van at your house? He had had some knucklehead who he pulled from somewhere else installing my wrap in his driveway Mm. on a windy day.
1: Oh, God. Those wraps are supposed to be done so anyway, in, in,
0: in an enclosed building, no wind, yes, no dust, correct, no nothing. Correct. So it was a disaster. I had to sue the guy. He broke my doorknob off my off my van, which was eighteen hundred bucks to fix. Jesus. He destroyed my airbag uh, uh, diaphragm for the for the airbag. How pulling off the door the, the oh, door panels? Wow. He screwed everything up. Sued him. Won. No problem. Got paid back. Guy's a complete coward. He sent his mom. To stand up for him in court, he didn't come himself. He sent his mother. Wow! Los Angeles's biggest coward, right there. And I (laughs) called him out on it too, dude. I said, "You are a fucking coward." The judge was like, "Where's the where's the defend uh, the uh, uh, defendant? Defendant? Yeah. Where's the defendant?" I said, "Yeah, that's a good question, judge." And I said, "I don't know who this is." And then some lady with her speaks up because she didn't speak any English at all, and she goes, "Oh, this is his mother." because the business is in her name. She had to show up. Oh wow. What a coward, dude. What a piece of shit. But anyway, I'm just saying, you have to ask questions. You have to. You have to know and the the big thing is you got to know what questions to ask. Yeah. And that is whoever you're talking to, make sure you know who they are. So yeah.
1: so for homeowners that are are thinking about putting solar in, um I would say Get at least three bids to begin with as a base foundation sure. because you'll you'll yeah. you'll smell the bullshit from one or the other, right? Mm-hmm. the The next question is, uh, wh- how are you qualified? What is your experience personally? Are you a salesperson? If they're a salesperson, there's nothing bad about that. Just be honest. That's fine. I just know how to make the agreement and and set up the the uh, protocol for it. So then, okay. Who is your designer? Who, right? Or what kind of firm do you have? Is it a big? Mm-hmm. Is it a big company? If it's a big company like Tesla, expect not to hear from anybody for a while, because they're so big that wow. if you call in, that it's the an answering service. It, it's going to be wow. Personal. If it's a local uh, company in your area, call the office. Follow up. Don't sign right away. Just call them, vet them out. Who's the owner? Who's the business owner? Check yeah. out their Yelp review. Reviews are huge. Check
0: out their contractor's license. John, you you would be surprised
1: how many times people just don't even do uh, Yelp reviews, Google. Reviews. Just check them all online. Yeah, yeah it's so any easy. any yeah. any legit company nowadays has um, a platform online, Google, where they open themselves up to the world and their customers. And if I do a shit job, then they're gonna review me one star. Right. That's right. like the BBB. The BBB isn't Right, who does the BBB anymore? It's Yelp or Google. Right, right. right. So check them out. Um, if they have, you know, maybe three reviews, it uh, doesn't necessarily mean they they haven't been in business in a while, but they just don't actively promote it. Generally speaking, a business is going to have at least twenty reviews, right? Right. Um, and then ask them what am I paying? What's the financing? And what are the t-? and just kind of go over the Truth of Lending Act with them, and compare your options. You know, just do your due
0: diligence. Yeah, that's that's the, a good word right there. If you can pronounce it. Yeah.